the Get Caught Up podcast. I am the forever blessed Miss Thomas B. Taking over the hostess chair tonight. We have a very exciting show, and let's dive right in with the very, very talented author Untamed and author JC. Blessing the mic tonight. How you guys doing today? Well, doing very well, Miss Timeless V. because it's been like three years in the making. It's finally here. So, yeah, I, I, I am excited. about that, but I wouldn't want to throw no shade. Oh, you know what? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let you throw your shade. Let you throw your shade. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had us on pins and needles waiting. It was like, okay, come on, what's going on? But I understand you guys have been kind of busy. So we're going to dive into contact the contract, the first one, because I got so many. Look, y'all, I'm, I'm going to fan out here. So y'all just gonna have to hold it with me. I hope y'all done read it and you know just ready to jump on board with the next one. Contract. So let's really start with the basics. Like who approached who? How did you guys collab? How did you guys come together with this? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let JC take that one. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. Um, I've been sitting back watching on tape for a while. You know what? I like that. okay, this is what we're going to do. And we came up with the ideas. It flowed so well together. Um, but just full of different concepts. But I love the one, you know, that we came up with because it was a little bit out of the box for the both of us, you know, for him writing, you know, more dramatic at times and me having to write more action. But it was challenging. So, you know, I, I appreciate it. I was willing to step up to the plate and, he was too, and it turned out to be, you know, something like a phenomenon when this thing came out. <laughs> oh. oh, I can attest to that one right there because this is definitely a phenomenon. Uh, so, real quick question. So, did you guys, or, and I know this is kind of sounding like gender bias, not trying to be that way. Don't shoot me, folks. 
So, did you guys collab on the characters together, or was it Untamed, you were the female voice, JC, you were the male voice, voice, or did you guys, like, come together with both characters? Well, oh, we are, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Untamed. Okay, well, I will say this. Um, Hosea was, you know, JC wrote majority, and I wrote, you know, majority Camilla. But there were times, you know, like for added flair, things that we needed to build a story on. We both, you know, had input in each other's chapters to help build it up. Because there'll be times when he'll be like, you know, hey, it's missing something. He'll throw it to me. He was like, build this up for me. You know, it's like I, I know you could put that extra on it, and I'll be like, you know what? I, you know, I did this part, but I'm just going to wait for you to add in so I can, you know, bring it home or something like that. So, majority, you know, he was male, I was female, but definitely there were times in the book where we both ended up just adding to each other's sections because we knew what the other could bring to it. Okay. That was it. <laughs> okay. Well, I did you have something to add? Now, I will say this tragedy a little cliffhanger but it was something that we could have you know we could have chosen to just leave it where it was but we're like okay let's you know let's decide to go ahead and give the readers what they want but we were like okay on the decision of it we say okay let's make sure that we bring a completely different you know storyline into this because it's like we're not gonna go back over the same characters and stuff so even when we came up with the first thing, we had so many plot twists. And I want to say, like, I think at the end of this thing, I don't think part two ended anywhere when we first initially planned because we got so amped up, you know, with this storyline and the plot twist that we were coming up with and everything that it just, it flowed so well. And I'm glad that we did a second part 
because it really made it a full, you know, well-rounded whole story. Super. Characters. Of course, you know, Camilla is going to be there because, I mean, you know, she was there in the end and she got some extra stuff that's going on with her right now, some extraness. And, um, and so, um, you would say you ain't never lying, but, um, yeah, she's going to be back. Um, it's going to be a, a couple of characters that do come back and, um, you know, some surprise, some surprises. And, um, we got some new characters and, I just want to give a shout out to Anon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me write that down. I can't have to get little fingers from both hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need right. it's just a, no. it's, that's all. That is all. I am loving it. I am loving it. I'm in good spirits, you know. I'm over here yeah. tickled because let me tell you, when he say middle fingers from both hands, he ain't lying. This is part of the reason why we were so competitive because, you know, of course, as writers, uh, for readers who don't know this, as writers, there are characters that we just hate. We hate to write them. You know, we hate to have to write about them and it, we hate to deal with them and then, you know, and that makes it fun. And I had the absolute pleasure, you know, of being able to write positively about Anon, whereas JC had to be the negative part about it, but he had me cracked up because he always made me bring it because he would get heated every time we had to bring Anon into the situation. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, well, sorry, but talking about one of my faves, so <laughs> got something about them, them certain qualities every woman wants. 
and everything because if you know readers you know and, and this is not a give you know everyone knows Jose and Camilla they had mad love for each other like mm-hmm. going back to childhood true like true love and these was two individuals who didn't love nobody for shit you know what I'm saying but they had love for like two people you know Camilla's dad and you know each other and that was you know pretty much the crux of their, you know, being able to really love people. I mean, they they had their associates, they had their, you know, friendships, but it was really just them two. They had always kind of be, been sort of a Bonnie and Clyde type of duo. Um, even when they weren't in this crazy contract situation together. So, it was like, you know, when she started finding out different things, um, and I'm kind of being vague for the people who haven't read Part One. You know, when she started finding out different things, it was like this Negro. You know, 
I'm like, hell no, this Negro, like, I done been gone all this time, you know, ran away because I already thought some craziness was going on. Come to find out, it's some damn craziness that went off. <laughs> We're going to take a moment after that and come right back. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Hey, butterflies. If you want the hottest trends for the latest fashions, custom press-on nails, and sensual candles, shop www.butterflyspiritbiz.com That's www.butterflyspiritbiz.com And follow them on Instagram at ButterflySpiritLLC Give a girl the right pair of shades and she can conquer the world. So embrace your shade. Shop Shade Dolls IT at www.shadedolls.com and follow them on Instagram at Shade Dolls. Hey, Untamables, it's Kiana Danae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask Have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes and Noble anywhere else you get your books, and of course, my website at kianadanae.wordpress.com. Now back to the show. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Again, I am the lovely host for the nighttime with Z, and we are here with and author JC, and they're discussing not only part one of the contract, but part two of the contract, which dropped today. And honestly, like when I tell y'all I'm so thrilled to just, I'm looking forward to it. If I lose sleep over this, blame these two. Somebody just got to wait. Hold on, I, I forgot to put that disclaimer in there. <laughs> I got you. Don't even worry about it. I got you. When the writing is so good that you don't want to close the book, but you don't want it to end, but you want it to end because you want to see what happens, I've experienced that. Listeners, I've been there. I feel your pain. (laughs) Understand. (laughs) I understand if nobody else does. So here's my next thing for you because I will continue to throw shade if I don't, if I don't move along with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I caught all that shade. I, you know, I, I spilled the tea on that one myself. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm used to getting 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning texts or phone calls the next day talking about something. I looked up and the sun was coming out. So, <laughs> Is it possible for there to be too much hell in 
to people's lives. We all go through things in relationships. But is it possible for there to be too much stuff in a person's life for two individuals to really be together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. JC, I'm going to let you handle that one. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a good one. Well, you know, people in, in, in the world, I'm going to just go say that people, people go through all types of problems. Some, some are more or some worse than others and I think that these problems that these two characters had and I'm just saying it vaguely just to keep it you know from throwing the spoilers was a real test for their love and you know for Hosea not only he had his issues Camilla he really had her issues and it showed that you really had to be a real strong male to to be a part of Camilla's life because she was a strong, you know, strong black woman. And um, and you can see through the through even through the the story, you know, when when she got riled up, you know, he he wasn't always, you know, trying to put put the high turn on her. Laid back and was like, all right, I understand, you know, but. Yeah, there was a lot of issues, um, but I think that um, for those two characters, it, it was something that that made them stronger at the end. Very true. I, I would say there's a lot. Um, you know, there are some things like realistically, you know, where people might not be able to be together, but. For some people, it's like, because Camilla and, and Jose, they went through a lot. Of, like, they went through a lot, you know. Well, they went through a lot of stuff. I mean, some heavy, serious shit. So, it's like, they went through a lot. So, it's like, um, at the end of the day, it's one of those things where those characters were just kind of, I don't want to say, I guess destined. You know, like, like just kind of one of those where regardless of what's going on, you know what I'm saying? They kind of just always ended, you know, like in part one. It's like they, they ended back with each other, you know, and they were seeing each other through some craziness. But it's just like those two characters will, regardless of what happened, they always had love for each other. Like, you know, whether they were together or not, they had love for each other. So it's almost like a, even if we don't have a, a relationship, we have a love type of deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, great, for himself but for people he loved and 
it was his actions really that was going to make a break the situation. So he had to step up and, and even to the point of uh, even putting his own self at risk even more. So, I mean, it, it was a point where he could have like just faded off to the, to the sunset, but he didn't. So in order to make changes and I'm just saying vaguely you had to grab the bull by the horn and ride that baby till till they got tired. Mm. Hey, the bull by the horn. <laughs> drown that suck in the ocean if you could. I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Oh, man, I got you. He don't be right. <laughs> he don't be right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this ain't a giveaway. Contracts and kills, but you know, in Camilla's eyes, you know, he's just this god. And I guess at the same time, in his eyes, she's more, I would say, that she's more like a goddess. You know what I'm saying? To him, because they're both kind of, um, they have this side to them, like this pure. I don't want to say evil, but it's not evil. It's just more like cold and calculating side. You know what I'm saying? And, but with each other, they're like each other's God and goddess. And so, you know, she, you know, so in line there is like, she's the eighth wonder of the world, you know? So that's pretty much how I would describe her. Just like the eighth wonder of the world. So, you know, this is the one thing that I really love about Camille and the one thing that I really love that you guys and if you really read it and look for the details and you know I can only assume before in about an hour I find out because I will be reading that in about an hour <laughs> uh, 
not never let go of the fact that as cold-hearted as they were, as, as meticulous as they had to be, Camilla was a daddy's girl. That is from A to Z evident. Yeah. And Hosea allowed her to be a daddy's girl. And I know that might have been lost on some of the listeners. Let me break it down for a minute. And you guys can correct me because I love to be corrected. It, it appears that you guys, um, as masculine as he was, was it on purpose for him to not overshadow her um, hero figure? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I said she's a strong character that it took a special kind of, of, of man to be with her. Mm-hmm. Because she, she was a tight tutes in, in her own way. She was a little firecracker. But that Yeah, and I will say this too, you know, for the listeners, and this goes back to part one. Um, I think part of the reason, you know, Hosea was comfortable letting Camilla be a daddy's girl because in a lot of ways, uh, Camilla's dad was like a dad to him. So he had that same type of, you know, like fatherly infatuation with her father as she had as his daughter. You see what I'm saying? So it was like the he had such a mutual love and respect for her father. I think he understood, you know, why she was so much of a, a daddy's girl, you know. And um, for those who hadn't read part one, you will really understand why he <laughs> why he really had such a respect. <laughs> I need for y'all to catch up because now I got there's something I really want to ask and I can't ask but I need y'all to catch up so that we can have dive right on the instant. Now here is the next thing because I have to I just really want to go there. Here's my next thing. You guys talked about you know how he they grew up together and you know that Camilla's father had that special bond of course of both you know um and apologize for a bit of my hesitation because I'm not trying to give anything away but I will say that um, one of the things that I can't say that either oh Jesus so we might have to give a little bit away of part one yeah I have to say this now with this it's one of those things that you guys speak to a really pivotal moment of we pay for our father's sin. And 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 you, you guys did it in such a gracious way that even I was upset and I was like, why this could have been? But is there? And I guess this is really like a dawn in the wind. I'm gonna put the buzz in your ear. Is there any way to really find out? And for all those that don't know, I'll, I'll, his name is Dallas. Is there any way to find out his story? Are we gonna hear about his story? How it really came? To play, how it plays such a pivotal moment in both their lives. I know. Oh wow! Oh wow! Look, as much as we love Dallas, <laughs> um, 
as we love, as much as we love Dallas, that I will say we have not, you know, come together to say that we're gonna do anything separately for his backstory. Um, which would, you know, be very interesting. But we hadn't come together to decide about that. But I will say this, um, you know, by the end of book one, you do realize. You know, um, when when the flashback of Hosea and, and Dallas are together, because let's just say that, and we'll say this for, for all the listeners, because we have to put this out about part one. You know, Dallas was basically um, Hosea's protege. I mean, uh, not uh, Hosea was Dallas' protege. Let me say it like that. And um, he he taught him everything he knew, and uh, so. You know, when you say that Jose is a contract killer, well, he gets it from Camilla's dad, you know? So, that's where that relationship buds and stems from. So, um, the readers find out, you know, exactly why him and Camilla are in the predicament they end up being in, why their relationship is so fractured, which is also centered around her dad, you know? Um, that part comes out in part one, and then part two, it rounds out everything. I think there's enough in there to let you know that it rounds out exactly what happens concerning, you know, from the very beginning of Camilla's life to um, to where they're at now. It's a lot that goes on um, with Camilla's parents, and so that kind of, that is also, I would say that is brought out too in part two. So, it's, we don't have anything separate, but I think between part one and part two, you do get enough uh-huh. of background. Okay. I'm excited for that. Honestly, too, that's all I needed because I'm satisfied. Because I just need somebody to push me back for a moment. You know what? We're good. Just a moment. That's all I needed. Just a moment. And a lot of things, do you guys feel like a lot of things that people may have missed? or even misinterpreted in part one is going to be addressed in part two. Most definitely. I mean, I, I think that we we talked about it a lot of like things that happened. And then a lot of situations that we wanted to do in part two, we had to go back and, and address it some kind of way in that why certain things went down the way it did in part one. So it definitely... It definitely part two definitely complement part one and 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 puts things in more perspective and and, and you know and, 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 and all the ducks in the row most definitely. Okay. Okay. That is awesome. See, tell y'all when I tell y'all y'all gonna get off of this, this show's gonna end. You're going to be up all night because you're going to want to know. You got to find out. And you know, what I love about part two is it's a it's a separate story in itself as far as a lot of things that happen. And it still wraps up, you know, part one. So it's like one of those things, even if you read part two and you hadn't read part one, you would still understand it. But then if you read part one, you would really get it. So it's, it's one of those type of, you know, series. And I think that we did a really good job. And a lot of that was because, like JC said, we went back 
and we made sure that we touched on and addressed things that were going on in part one so that it could co- it could come full circle in the end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go back to Dallas Fair with me, because I'm not going to let him go. I'm not going to let him die until I read contract two. So, why was it so important? And this really might have been a subconscious thing, and you guys can speak to it by all means, please do. Why did it feel for me, I felt, that it was really important for Hosea to have a father figure? Because even if he hadn't, with the with the storyline that you guys gave him, with the background that you gave him, it seems that yes, it could have went either or. But it appeared that, you know, with a father figure, without a father figure, he may have still taken the path that he had taken. But why was it so important for him to have a father figure? Or do you guys feel like that that's just the way the story flows? It was not really a conscious or subconscious decision. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't a, a conscious decision, but, I mean, well, storyline was, but as far as that aspect, it wasn't. But I think it became important as we were writing. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of decisions, and I mean a lot of decisions, that Hosea made stem from the fact that Dallas was a father figure to him. You know, and like you said, he he probably would have went down the same path, but a lot of the reason why he made intentional decisions in part one and in part two was because of his relationship with Dallas. And it wasn't the professional relationship, it was a personal one they had. So, you know, because above all things, what people may miss in part one and part two is that the underlying the biggest part of Jose is that he's loyal as hell. You know what I'm saying? He's loyal. Loyal to a fault. <laughs> he's, he's loyal. But, uh, so, you know, in, in the business he in, that's a direct conflict with a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But he's, his personality is just built on loyalty and on, you know, codes and ethics. And even though he's a contract killer, that's that's kind of the thing that fuels him separately. And that's why he got a lot of a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it's crazy that you say loyalty and I encourage again I let just I know you have something if you have something to add Jesse, but again the fact that you spoke on loyalty is is mind blowing because when most people think of loyalty, they've already picked a side. Like that's it. This is where I'm at. Boom. I'm I'm loyal. But how far? Because loyalty, you know, you guys create a double-edged sword in loyalty with this book. It is a it's a double-edged sword, and it really begs the question: How far will loyalty make you go? Now. With these two, it seems like they went to the end of their world. But I want to know from you. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go with that one, JC. <laughs> uh, loyalty was challenged. Loyalty was challenged, and normal uh, situation that you normally as a friend out out of the open as a fun. You know, would you do this to save your mom? Would you do this to save your dad? Or 
she know that his loyalty lied in his motives and the things that he did in his moves. That's something she knew early on about him. Um, even from like the very first chapter when Jose got, got, got locked up, <laughs> got locked up for, for messing up his mama's boyfriend. You know, she's like, uh, she knew that from the beginning. So it's like, she never questioned his heart. It was just where his loyalty was. So, and that was, a big thing for her because that question in her mind you know let her make some some decisions both good and bad you know that that was impactful to um what was going on with her in part two <laughs> yeah. and that was going to be my next question it was does her loyalty and in, in her code of ethics really set off the chain of motions in part two I'm gonna let Jose, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm about to call JC Hosea. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let Jose. Yeah, I'm gonna let Jose. Let, 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 let. Um, I'll, I'll say definitely. Uh, you know, I'll say
have a chance to you have to make changes for the, the, the additions in your life now and you know it, it, it I, I can't really answer without saying too much about the storyline but I say yes and I'm leaving it there and I'm he said to Camilla. Yes. He said he said to Camilla, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, she did and she had some responsibilities and I think it really, you know, affected her because I would just say in part two, you know, it's a few people that were showing her say it like that. It's a few people that were showing her a whole lot of loyalty and uh it's so. <laughs> oh, I almost fell out of this chair. I'm sorry. That's why it just hurts my nerves every time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. You're fine. Look, I, I, I ain't going to tell the lie. I said that to get a, a rouse out of him. I really did. I really did. Because it, it's just so... Watching the ping pong go back and forth. Come on now, what's look, up? What you got? Look, you know, at the same time, like, I mean, but you know, it, it, so it was some people that were showing her some loyalty, I, a lot of loyalty, you know. And uh, yeah, she had some ma- like she had to go through some major things, and so um, I would just say it to. Let me talk to my ladies. Let me talk to my ladies because I, I got to say something about like that. I I mean, you know, you have somebody who, you know, pop up when when your heart in shambles and you like, okay, I ain't trusting it. But everything they do just lines up with what you envision and what you thought you had and you wanted. And so, you know, loyalty starts shifting. Oh. <laughs> Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Like, this is a better package. Sorry, sorry, Jesse. I'm sorry. I ain't even welcome. Look, look, look. What I'm saying is, his presence is bigger than that clown. I'm leaving that. Oh. Felt that. I felt that right there. Look, he felt that in his spirit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I felt that. I'm right. I, wow. I ain't gonna lie. For those that don't know, you are looking at Jose was a six four. Mm. Six four. Six four. Now, I'm just young part one. If y'all had read part one, you're late, so you just gonna have to catch this tea. Um, now you know Camilla was a lick in part one, and part of her thing is being a lick was you know, part, part of her you know, finesse was that she had to finesse some dudes out of some money, and you know, sometimes that came down to some little bedroom antics, you know, some little tricks of the trade that she had to do. She had to show her. 
her um, feminine side a little bit in the bedroom and, you know, finesse them a little bit. But, uh, you know, we ain't gonna sit here and tell no lies because she, her, her and Hosea had a very pure love. Like, they just loved each other from friendship and loved each other from being in love. So she didn't really get to partake of him until they came back as adults into each other's lives, you know, and tried to find again. And, uh, yeah, I don't care what she did as a lick. She, you know, she, she, Lord, she found something. She found something. She found something. When that 64320 got home. Was a whole lot, though. That's all I'm saying. When that 64320 got a home, too, she found something then, boy. She did. somebody who looked like somebody so this is gonna end, end, end up being like I can't to be honest with you I still have not found an, a true actress who represents Camilla in, that I envision in my mind so I have to let you know I'll say who I want but I'm gonna let JC uh, point out who he thinks but to me the closest person I found realistically with a name um, is Instagram model named Miracle Watts, and uh, and uh, I'm still gonna stick with uh, Daddy Kane for Jose. <laughs> so, well, I have to go with Daddy Kane in agreement with with her on on that character. As far as the female character, if if, if I'm just just looking at somebody that's mainstream, um, oh, say age, uh, I will have to say, and, and, and can get, see, the, the problem with this is, with all the, the actresses, as far as Black Miller, some of them may have the attitude and, you know, but they don't have the look, and then you have some of those that have the look, but doesn't really act that well with the attitude, so it's it's uh. <laughs> you can say I, on the look if you're just going mainstream for Camilla, I could I could see a, a, a Megan Good, but Ooh. I could I could see um what's the girl that plays um and um oh man what's her name the the, the girl that that blew up over the years that playing that 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 music thing that come on every week um Empire what's her name um mm. huh yeah okay her attitude making good looks you would probably have a Camilla um as far as I have to go with what I'm saying is that as well so absolutely like that whole visual I like that mix up right there 
I do too. Like, look, I'm trying to tell you, I was, I, I was hard pressed to find somebody who, you know, I feel would truly represent. So yeah, I, I'm go, I, I roll with that too. <laughs> yeah, y'all catch up with JC's catalog and then make sure you catch up with contract one and two because when his next project drop is gonna be a beast it is gonna be (laughs) y'all ain't ready um so I'm excited about that me personally um this is a busy month for me December 31st um never again no more drops part one it will be out (laughs) I'm excited um, I got two, yep, two book releases in December, so part one of Never Again No More will release on December 31st, and you can catch up with me, Lord help me remember all of this stuff, I am at Author Untamed on Facebook, um, on Twitter, and on Instagram, I am also on Instagram under at the view by untamed at never again no more the series and also um you can catch me on youtube um just look up author untamed on youtube because i cannot remember the email the, uh, the website address but i am on youtube i drop um five minutes with untamed and also, um, yeah, December 26th, we'll be bringing you the year in review with Diamonds After Dark on anchor.fm forward slash author dash untamed. So, just leave on the lookout for that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and I was able to roll all that off. <laughs> if, if, if I can add, you know, I just... Go ahead. If I want to add, I just want to say, working with Untamed has been 
an experience and a blessing and a work ethic as far as in her attention to detail, her attention to um, dotting every I, crossing every T. It rolled off on me to the point sometimes to where I'd be work in the morning. I'd get up at five o'clock, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm sitting up on. I'll get up, get up, and sit up on the side of bed at one thirty, and say, "She wrote that." Okay, let me let me get up and give me at least get this thing going in I'm right, you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, she'll wake up to a, a email or a text, and they say something like, "Beat that," you know what I'm saying? So. I, I am very grateful and, and, and thankful to have been able to work with her. And hopefully, I know she, you know, for those that don't know, you know, she don't with big time now, so uh, I have to wait in line. I am um, hoping that we will be able to work together on some projects more. And matter of fact, the next book that I'm coming out, she will also be, I'll be using her services. I mean, once you realize somebody, how somebody is, it, it's hard, you know, it's hard to replace them and you know, you know, their spirit and everything. So she will be, I will be working with her with my next project dropping. You know, it, it will be more of a behind the scenes. That, uh, I'm using her, I'm polite, I'm using her, her company for editing services because. I just can't see this next book I'm putting out in nobody else's hands. So, shout oh. out to thing. You know, I, 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 I love her as a sister. I met a husband. He's a wonderful guy. And, you know, she's, to me, it's like family. And, you know, it, I'm, I'm getting touchy. I'm just playing. Um, oh. <laughs> shout out. And, and I really appreciate her putting up with my shenanigans. And, and and everything and um that's that. Oh look, he, he'll make me he'll make me tear up. He he is he is my homie. Um a real talk. Like he's like my brother and when I tell you um working with him it, it it's been comical but let me tell you he, he takes the craft just as good as serious as I do. He um is a phenomenal storyteller push me to no end all the time and he being modest he be like you know beat that now he would send me some some crap he sent me some doggone emojis and and, and, and gifts <laughs> that set me off be like okay okay i got you i got you home you know what I'm saying? but that's just how we were we fueled each other and it was friendly competition but we also understood that that was a part of our process you know and I think when you do collaborative efforts like that, you have to have people in place that you you can fuel each other. You know, like you bounce off of each other and you motivate each other and push each other. Because otherwise, you know, the story's gonna fall flat and it's not gonna it's not you're not gonna be able to produce, you know, the type or level of work that you would hope for. But, you know, they have to have that same drive and work ethic and I believe this passion, you know, for storytelling and writing. And he does. He really does. And so I appreciate him, you know, even approaching me about doing a project because it was something that I wanted to do and I was glad that I was able to partner up with someone 
who is dynamic as storytelling as he. So I appreciate you as well. <laughs> who gets competitive on compliments? Like you? Why y'all niggas breaking buckets, cutting bells with the chainsaw? 
Y'all niggas out up to now, this is my year. <laughs> 